This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Bucham Avoham. Today's shir, I want to focus on three different uh, subjects, all under the rubric of Klalei uh, HaShas. Klalei HaPsak in Shas. One of them goes back to the bottom of Memalafam and Bez. One of them will be on Membezo Mebez regarding the Shita of Rabbi Yochanan. And one is regarding the Din of Machloikas uh, V'yachekachstam. But they're all uh, under the general category of Klolei um, Hashas. Gemara on the bottom of Memalafa Mebez brought a halacha that Ivama for the first three months she supported from the deceased's estate. From there on, she doesn't get supported not from the husband and not from the Yavam. In other words, when a, wo- when a woman's husband passes away, she can indefinitely uh, be supported by her husband's estate. It says in the Ksuba that when you are an Almana, uh, you could sit in my, uh, in my domain and be Nana from my domain forever, indefinitely. However, in a case where the husband dies and she falls to a Yavam, the estate could say, look, we gave you an alternative. And the alternative is uh, be marry the Yavam, and the Yavam will support you. So, you get to be supported for three months, and then you fall to the Yavam, but the Yavam is not required to support you until he actually marries you. The Gemara says if he runs away, and we already sort of required him to figure out what he's doing, then you are supported from his estate. And the Gemara says, what if you fall to a Yavam Katan? Can then she then turn around to the estate and say, look, you didn't give me an option here, because there's no viable Yavam here. So Gemara says, Machloikis Rav Acha and Ravina. One says she gets the money. One says she doesn't get the money. And the Gemara gives a psak, Vehilchas Alesla. The Allah is she doesn't get the money. Mishamaya Kansuha. The heavens have punished her. I mean, you could make the case, look, normally an Almana gets to be, uh, gets to be supported indefinitely. It's only if she falls to a Yavam. She, uh, it's not indefinite, but in this case she didn't really fall to a Yavam because the guy's a Katan. Sigmar so says, no, Mishamayim Kansua. She doesn't get not from the Baal and not from the Yavam. Interesting, the Gemara gives a Psak. So let's first start in the third Maramakam, which is uh, Rabbi Kibeger. Gemara, Nafla, this is my third sheet over here. Nafla lefnei Yavam Katan. Pligi Baravach Ravina, Chad Amr Islam, Zaynois, Menechse Abab, Chad Amr Lesla. Why do I need a psak over here? There's a klal and shas. Whatever Rav Acha and Ravina argue, we go with the lenient opinion. It's a klal and shas. You should know that. Someone wakes you up in the in your sleep, Rav Acha and Ravina. So you should say halacha kedivrei hamekel. Now, you'll say, but in this case, who's being Mekel? Either way, it's a Kula. If she gets the money, it's a Kula for her. If the husband, uh, if the estate has to pay, it's, uh, in other words, if she gets the money, it's a Kula for her. If she doesn't get the money, it's a Kula for the Baal. So Toysvis in Baba Metziah says that if you leave the money where it is, that is considered a Kula in, in monetary issues. We're not going to be mitzi mamon 
if we don't know what to do, that's considered a leniency. Kamasha cuts of the Toysus in Parakashoyal, like Toysus says in Parakashoyal. And the Ran says in Zbron the Beis Yosef, by the way, says Rabbi Kiveger, the same question we could ask on Daf Lamed Tes Amud Beis. I'm sure you all remember. <clears throat> the question was, even though Yunitzas Yibum Kaidemus Mitz Chalitza, but Achshav She'ein Miskavnin L'Shem Mitzvah Chalitza is Kaidemus, and the Gemara says, Rav says, we don't force you to do Chalitza. And the Gemara brought a story. They came before Rav, and he said, you want to do Chalitza? You could. You want to do Yibam? You could. And even Rabbi Yehuda says we don't force, and the Gemara tells a whole story that Rabbi Yehuda made, made it be written in a shtar of Chalitza, how Ploinis Bas Ploini came to do, um, brought her Yavam before us to Bezdin, and we determined that he is the brother of his, of her a uh, deceased husband from the father. And then the Gemara brings on the first wide lo- line, second wide line, Ishtemaydinu, what does it mean we determined? One says we determined with Adam, one says even a relative, even a woman could tell us their brothers from the father. And the Gemara says, All we need is to we don't need absolute evidence, we just need Gil and Milsa. So the Gemara says that uh, we have a Machlik is Rabach and Ravina, and there also the Gemara comes out with a Psak, and it was, wasn't really necessary for the Gemara to give a Psak, because we should go, Halacha Kedivrei Hamekel, that you shouldn't need Edus, all you should need is Afilu Karoiv, Afilu Isha. So there too, Rabbi Kivayer says we could have the same question. Why do we need to command from the klal and shas that the halacha is like the lenient party? We would know who the halacha is like. That's Rabbi Kivayer's kasha, both the mem aleph amid beis and lamet tes amid beis. Okay, good kasha, good yedia that halacha machlokes ravach and ravina. Halacha Kedivrei HaMekel Comes the Aruch Laner, Rav Yaakov Etlinger, and he attempts to answer this question both on this page and on Lama Testament base. So he says over here, the Halacha is that she does not get uh, um, to be supported from the deceased estate. And so you'll say, what is considered mekel here? By the way, anybody know who came first, Rabbi Kivegor or the Aruch Laner? I think most people would say Rabbi Kivegor came first, and I believe the Aruch Laner came first. And... Rabbi Kiva Eger wrote footnotes on the Aruch Laner's Halachos of Hilchos Sukkah, the Bikurei Yaakov. I believe they're Hagos of Rabbi Kiva Eger. Okay. In any event, the, the Aruch Laner asks the same Kasha, he quotes the same Toysvist, that being Moitzi Mamon is a Chumrah. So when I heard this Kasha, I, I th- thought you could answer very simply, and this is the first answer of the Aruch Laner, 
No. If we, we would just leave it up to the fact that halacha kedivrei hamekel, so we'll leave the money where it is, and therefore she doesn't get a share from the deceased, well, what if she grabs a share? What if she's toyface? So then we would say, she gets to keep it, and we're not going to take it away from her, because we'll leave it where it is. So we need a definitive psaq that she doesn't get the money. Meaning, it's not good enough just to leave it up to halacha kedivrei hamekel, because who is, what is considered being mekel by mamon, not being moitzi mamon. But what if she did it on her own? That's what the Archanar says. The Nafkamina and knowing the halacha definitively is that she doesn't get a share, is that even if she grabs a share, we, don't, we take it away from her. Furthermore, says the Archanar, the reason why it said the halacha is that she does not get a share. It's not enough just to rely on the rule she doesn't get a share. We want to know the logic and the rationale she doesn't get a share. And the logic is, even though, in general, the husband took responsibility for her, but this is a set of circumstances which was dished out to her from Shamayim as a punishment. Who could know possibly that if a woman's husband dies and she falls to a Yavam Katan, that God is punishing her? You know, we we don't have... we're not authorized to make a call on the rationale and the logic of the ways of Hashem. So we need the Gemara to tell us, In other words, we, we need to paskin not to know what to do, but to understand why to do it, which the Gemara provides a rationale, namely, So now I want to show you the Aruch Lanar and Lama Tesamadvez. There also he asked the same question, why do I need to pask in the halachas? All you need is uh, even a car of even a, even a woman. Even the klalu, the bichal magen, the pliy ravin ravacha halach gamandam lekula chayav nekshu gamatoisus and chulin and the rajba umashatirtsu sham leshayachacha. Whatever the answer there doesn't apply here. Says Archlaner of Ulai Nakad Kane. Perhaps the reason why it picked this mishum the ratzel of farish tam demanda amar demekel. Maybe it picked this because it wants to explain the rationale of the opinion who is lenient. It's just revealing the matter. Like Toysus says, that the reason why I picked it, in other words, it seems that even though in general we could rely on the the, the Klal, but if there is some kind of side reason why we would bring a definitive sack, that would be a good enough reason to paskin. Okay, so that's the first offering. The first offering is, number one, a very important yediyah, Machloikis Ravach and Ravina, Halacha Kedivriya Meikol, that's Rebbe Kibayger's Kasha, why do we need a psak here? The Archaner says either uh, in our Gemara to, to know that if she grabs, we'll take it away from her, or just to understand the rationale. Okay, second offering. We're going to focus on a statement on Membeza Medbez. And that is, Rabbi Yochanan is purported to have said the halachas like Rabbi Yoisi, that if there's no concern that she's pregnant, you don't have to wait three months. And then Rabbi Bar Abba said, Rabbi Yochanan retracted. Why? Because of a Mishnah in Karim Yavna that apparently the Chachamim argue on Rabbi Yossi. 
And then Rabbi Yirmiya told Rabbi Zerika to ask Rabbi Avohu that Ask Rabbi Yavo, how could Rabbi Yochanan have said Allah is like Rabbi Yosi, but Rabbi Yochanan holds halacha kistam mishnah. That's a klal of Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan holds halacha kistam mishnah. And the first tana of our mishnah is a stam tana. And he says, you always have to wait three months. So the second offering is, we're going to ask a stira in the words of Rabbi Yochanan. And this comes from a humble sefer called Elokadamei Anini. It's in the back of the sefer. The Nespachim, and that is the following Kasha. That uh, the Gemara says, Hevenu Lael, this is uh, something that we brought, the Klal that the Gemara mentions, it's a uh, Klal in Ervin, Memvava, Mebez. Who is the Halacha of Yomachlikis Tanam? I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Meir, and Rabbi Yehuda, Halacha Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yosi, Halacha Rabbi Yosi. In other words, if you have machlokes from Meir and Rabbi Huda, halachas like Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yosi, halachas like Rabbi Yosi. And obviously, Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Meir, halachas like Rabbi Yosi. Because if Rabbi Meir is nothing in the face of Rabbi Huda, certainly he's not reckoned with in the face of Rabbi Yosi. So in other words, there's a klal in Shas, that when Rabbi Meir argues with his friends, we don't have Paskin like Rameir. And the reason is, we've said many times, it's revealed and known before the one who spoke in the world came into being, that there was no one as great as Rameir in his generation. Why did they not establish Allah like him? Because his friends could not uh, plummet the depth of his wisdom. Right? By the way, I'll share with you, on Shabbos I have the following Chiddush in Rameir, um, I, I never spoke about this, but here's the first opportunity. Rebbe said, the reason I'm sharper than my friends is because I saw a mayor from behind. If I would have seen him from the front, I would have been even sharper. So all of a sudden it struck me that this is exactly reminiscent of what the Rebbein Shem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, V'ra'isa es achoyrai ufanai lo yeira'u. So I, last night I was... I, I was very happy with this discovery. Does anyone make the connection between the fact that Moshe only saw the back of Hashem, he didn't see the front, and Rebbe only saw the back of Rameir? So Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef, in a haskama to someone's biography on his father, of Avadia, he says both of these are expressions. The expression is, to see someone from behind is you only see them from the outside. To see them from the front means you understand their panemius. And the point is, Rebbe Shalom saying to Moshe, you see how I manifest, but you don't really understand my essence. The same thing Rebbe said about Rameir. I only saw Rameir's external actions, but I, I didn't really know the real panemius of Rameir. And uh, Rabbi Yitzchak uh, applied that to his father, Rabbi Vadya, who, um, you should come to my office, I got a new beautiful picture of Rabbi Vadya. The only thing is, it's not behind me, it's in front of me now. Anyway, maybe I'll show you after the share. But... Um, he said the same thing about Rabbi Vadya. People only saw him on the outside, but his panemius was beyond... Uh... Okay, anyway, that's the bottom line. The bottom line is we don't paskin like Rameir. So where, what does it have to do with Yivamas? Watch this. The Kasha. Because we find in Shas, the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Pevavah Med Aleph, and in uh, many other places, Stam Mishnah Rameir. Meaning that uh, Pashtus says when Rebbe brings a Memra in the Mishnah without mentioning the name of the Tana, this Mishnah is going like the Shita Rameir. Yeah? 
That's what it means, Stam Mishnah Rameir. Now the Rebbe brings an opinion, he doesn't say who it is, it's presumably Rameir. Now the question is, what, since Mistama, the Allah is not like Rameir, why would Rebbe be so same all of the Mishnayis, Shaloy Aliba de Hilchasai? I mean, what's going on here? If we never pass on like Rameir, why would Rebbe make it that um, unspecified statements in the Mishnah are going keneged the halacha. However, Rav Avigdor Miller, in his Sefer Am Segula, which is, uh, is um, one second, the name of the Sefer in English is Exalted people, exalted people. Rav, May, Rav, Rav Miller asks Astira bringing in this Gemar Nivamis. Why? Rav Yochanan is the one who says Stam Mishnah Rameir. Yeah? Rav Yochanan holds Stam Mishnah Rameir. And Rav Yochanan holds Halacha Kistam Mishnah. That's our Gemar Nivamis. Now, um, Rav Miller quotes it from Shabbos. But it's not, it's not unanimous. We're going to see in the third segment of Klalom and Shas, not everybody holds Halacha Kistam Mishnah. Rabbi Yochanan is the one who said Halacha Kistam Mishnah. Rabbi Yochanan is also the one who says Halacha Stam Mishnah Rameir. Kaloimer Stam Mishnah Hidas Haraiv. Ma'efa Hakavana Kasher Oimim Kistam Mishnah Rameir. In other words, Rabbi Miller is asking the following stira that Rabbi Yochanan is soyser himself. He's the one who says halacha kistam mishnah, like we have in Yavamis. That means the stam mishnah is the shita of the rabbim, and therefore the halacha is kamaisam. And on the other hand, Rabbi Yochanan holds stam mishnah rameir. So how could you reconcile stam mishnah rameir and halacha kistam mishnah if we never paskin like Rav Meir? So uh, basically, Rav Miller says that this requires a fundamental yedia in Klalei Hashas. Namely, when we say Stam Mishnah Rameir, it does not mean when Rebbe wrote a Mishnah without saying who it is. That's the personal opinion of Rameir. That is not the personal opinion of Rameir. Instead, we, we won't spoke about that Rebbe did not write the Mishnah. Rebbe codified the Mishnah, which means he took all the earlier manuscripts of Torah Shabbat Peh, and he condensed it. Now there were many, many versions of the oral tradition. You had Rav Meir's version. All the Tanoim had different versions. Which Tana had the most accurate version of the oral tradition? Rav Meir had the most accurate tradition of the, the, the most accurate version of the oral tradition. In other words, when Moshe Rabbeinu came down from Arsina, he gave us he had, gave us a Luchas, he gave us a Sefer Torah, and he gave us the oral traditions. Which Tana had the most accurate preservation of the oral tradition? Rav Meir. However, this does not mean this was not Rav Meir's personal opinion. This was Rav Meir's version of the main Messira um, and body of oral law that was passed down from generation to generation. When Rav Meir is saying his personal opinion, we never paskin like him. Stam Mishnah Rav Meir means when Rebbe codified the words of the oral law, whose words did he use? He used Rav Meir's words. Rav Meir had the most accurate version of the oral tradition. However, when Rav Meir was enunciating his own opinion, 
he, um, we don't paskin like him. By the way, this might explain another statement that we've had recently, where the Gemara says, we had this on Mem Aleph Amur Aleph, and we had this on Mem Amur Beis. Kan Shana Rebbe. Remember that? Kan Shana Rebbe. Hear Rebbe taught. What do you mean hear Rebbe taught? What does that mean? Kan Shana Rebbe. As opposed to all the other statements of Rebbe, which are Rebbe codifying the version of oral law that came from others. Kan Shana Rebbe. This was Rebbe's own teaching. Which, by the way, may explain the Lashon. We once gave a shir on this, Al-Pidrush. Rebbe very often in Mishnayis says, Rebbe Oimer, Oimer Ani. Rebbe Oimer, Oimer Ani. What do you mean Oimer Ani? Who else is saying it? The answer is, Rebbe was the redactor of the Mishnah. So he has to say, by the way, this is my personal opinion, as opposed to codifying what somebody else says. So if Miller says like this, uh, let me make this a little bigger, he says like this. He says, Ein l'shagos b'inyan chasimas ha-Mishnah. Don't mistakenly think in the sealing of the Mishnah, that that this was the final uh, arrangement of the Mishnah. You should know that the origin, the body of the Mishnah, was existent from the earliest of times. Rabbi Lazar ben Shamua, Asher liyeshivasei barebi le. Levuda Esgersois Hamishnah Hanechochos. I don't know what that means even. I don't know, maybe this is a, this is a, a mistake. Amar ki agirsu shaloi shal Mishnah Mesuyames. Haisa shayna benekuda shulis mizeh shal agirsa oisolamid rabidu barilami. Avir, I should give us a Mishnah where Allah has been horkiness. Ki Allah has been horkiness, give us a Mishnah where Allah has been horkiness, give us a Mishnah where Allah has been horkiness, Says of Miller that the main body of the Mishnah existed many, many doyrois prior to when Rabbi Yudha Hanasi came along and codified it. And it comes out when we say Rebbe wrote the Mishnayas, it does not mean Rebbe innovated the language of the Mishnah and the content. The Mishnah was given over from generation to generation. There were small discrepancies in the text of the Mishnah between the various sages. And Rebbe, in his great wisdom, he was machria, which Gerso was correct. Therefore, the Cesar of Miller, when we say, Stam Mishnah Nemra Aidera Meir, this doesn't mean this was the personal opinion of Rav Meir, as opposed to the Rav. It just means the same way Rebbe dealt with extant versions of the Mishnah, so did Rav Meir. Hakavanahi, when we say Stam Mishnah Rav Meir, it does not mean this is Rav Meir's personal opinion. That means the text 
that Rebbe, that Rebbe Meir had in his possession was the primary text that Rebbe used in his formation of the Mishnah when they sat down to codify. Ein lekach davrim deyosef shomer has nothing to do with Rameir's opinion. But rather, it was Rameir's tradition from what he received from earlier generations. So we, we conclude as follows. When we say it does not mean that a Mishnah, that it doesn't say the name of the Tana was the Shita of Rameir. It means that each Tana had in his possession a different Nusuch. And when Rebbe came to choose which Gersa is correct, most of the time he used the Lashon that Rameir preserved. But when Rebbe brings a statement in the name of Rameir, he's bringing Rameir's personal opinion, and we don't follow Rameir's personal opinion. Okay, so that's another important idea. So idea number one, Rav Achav Ravina, Halacha Kedivrei HaMeka. Yediyah number two, Rabbi Yochanan says, Halacha Kestam Mishnah. Where does Rabbi Yochanan say that? In Shabbos, also in Yevamas. Rabbi Yochanan has another statement. Rabbi Yochanan says, Stam Mishnah Rabbi Meir. Where does he say that? That he says in Sanhedrin. But what he says in Yevamas is, Halacha Kistam Mishnah. Now, is that unanimously held? Does everybody agree, Halacha Kistam Mishnah? And that is the third offering today, which Rabbi Kiva Eger, in the Gilean Hashas, says, we should look in the Chidushe Harashba in Baba Kama. Let's review the Klalim from the end of the page on Membez Mabez. The Gemara said that Rabbi Yirmiya told Rabbi Zrika, when you go to Rabbi Avahu, by the way, another important idea is Rabbi Avahu was a Talmud of Rabbi Yechanan. So Rabbi Rav Yirmiya tells Rabbi Zrika, when you go to Rabbi Avahu, ask him, how could Rabbi Yechanan have said halacha? Rabbi Yosi, but Rabbi Yechanan says halacha kistam Mishnah. And basically, Reb Zrika said to Reb Yirmiya, whoever you're dealing with doesn't know what he's talking about, because it's a stam v'yachar kach machloikis, ein halacha kistam mishnah. Because Reb Yochanan says, machloikis v'yachar kach stam halacha kistam, stam v'yachar kach machloikis, ein halacha kistam. And then the Gemara brings as follows, that Rabbi Avohu was leaning on the shoulder of Rabbi Nachum, his attendant, and Rabbi Nachum was gleaning halachas from him. He asked Rabbi Avohu, what's halacha machloikis v'yachar kach stam? Halacha kistam. Stam v'yachar kach machloikis, ain halacha kistam. Stam of Mishnah machloikis v'braisa, halacha is like the stam Mishnah. Machloikis in the Mishnah, stam v'braisa, we, we don't care what it says in the Brisa. The Brisa is not important. Okay. So I thought that what our Gemara says is unanimously held. Comes the Rajba and Baba Kama, Davkuf Beis Amad Beis. There the Gemara said that Rabbi Huda sta- said a statement, and in Amor said, Halacha k'Rabbi Huda. So the Gemara says that Rav Huna got very angry when in Amor said, Halacha is like Rabbi Huda, because it's obvious that the Halacha is like Rabbi Huda, because there's a machloikes v'yachar kachstam, and Halacha kistam. So the Rajva asks, 
why is the Gemara only asking from the fact that it's a stam? It's a machlokes v'yachikach stam. There happens to be elsewhere another stam mishnah like Rabbi Huda. Isn't that enough of a reason to for the halacha to be like Rabbi Huda? There's no machloikis in the Mishnah, Paskinan, Kitanoi, De Braisa, De Pligi, Astam, Asnisin. Falayak Shinan, Vahaloi, Stam, Mishnah. In other words, why are we asking machloikis v'yachakach Stam? And Rabbi Yochanan holds halachakach Stam. Why don't we ask that? Forget about that. There happens to be elsewhere a Stam Mishnah. So how do we ignore the Stam Mishnah? And we follow the Tanoim of the Brisa. Why don't we say it's a Stam Mishnah? Basically, what the Raja wants to know is why are we only asking from the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan of Machloikis Stam? Why don't we ask from the the fact that there's a Stam Mishnah? So the Raja says as follows: Machloikis Stam is more indicative that the halacha is like the Stam than if we just had elsewhere a Stam Mishnah. Why? Why? If Rebbe taught a that means Rebbe was medactic very carefully in the matter, and his conclusion is Stam. But the fact that, says the Rajba, we have a Stam Mishnah and a Brisa later that brings the Machlaikas, we don't necessarily have to follow the Stam Mishnah. The Rajba is saying, if you have a Machlaikas in Mishnayas followed by a Stam, that is the strongest proof that the Halacha is that way, because that means Rebbe was um, aware of both opinions, and then he formulated the halacha like the stam. But if you have a stam in a mishnah and a machloikis in a b'raisa, we don't have to follow the stam mishnah. And furthermore, says the Rajah, The b'raisos were taught after the mishnah was taught in the academy of Rabbi and the academy of Rabbi who were the students of Rav, and they came after the mishnah. V'hokach, Says the Rajba, if you have a Stam in a Mishnah and a Machloikis in a Brisa, we don't have to follow the Stam Mishnah. You know why? Because the Brisa came later and maybe they realized that there's another viewpoint. By the way, that's exactly opposite from our Gemara. Our Gemara says if you have a Stam Mishnah and you have a Machlekes in the Braisa, of course you're going to follow the Stam Mishnah. And the Rajba says no. Stam Mishnah, Machlekes in the Braisa, we don't follow the Mishnah necessarily. But now the Rajba asks, but wait a second, what happened to the Gemara in Yevamois? Membeza, Mebeza, Lodakasha, the Berga Choyz, Amina, and Mistamach, Vazor, Rabbi Yavo, Kisidram, Nacham, Shameh. 
says Rabbi Avo was leaning on the shoulders of Rabbi Nachum, his attendant. Uminkar Hilchus Mene was gleaning halachos from him. Machloikis v'yachar kach stam halacha kestam. Stam v'yachar kach machloikis ain halacha kestam. Stam b'masnis machloikis v'raisa halacha kestam. Stam b'raiso machloikis v'masnisin. Ma'ayi says, Rebbe didn't teach it. Rebchia, where did he get it from? Says the Raja, I just said, Stam in the Mishnah machloikis in the b'raisa. We don't paskin like the stam. And yet... The Gemara in Yevamus Membeza Mabes says, Stam v'masnisin machlekes v'braisa, we do paskin like the Stam. Alma af Stam v'masnisin machlekes v'braisa, pshita le'shalach v'stam v'masnisin. So we have a machlekes between Baba Kama, Kofbeza Mabes, and Yevamus Membeza Mabes. In Baba Kama it says if you have a Stam Mishnah followed by a machlekes in the Braisa, we don't have to follow paskin like the Stam Mishnah. And in Yavamas it says, if you have a Stam Mishnah, followed by Machlokis in the Braisa, you do have to, you do have to paskin like the Stam Mishnah. Says the Raja, it's not a stira. I'm right. If you have a Stam Mishnah, and a Machlokis in the Braisa, you don't have to paskin like the Stam Mishnah, because the Braisa was taught later. I, the Gemara in Yavamas, the Gemara in Yavamas, is talking in the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan is a Das Yochid. He holds, if you have a Stam Mishnah, followed by a Braisa, you have to follow the Stam Mishnah. That's Rabbi Yochanan's Shita. I, but it's Rabbi Avohu. Rabbi Avohu is a student of Rabbi Yochanan. Says the Raj, Rabbi Yishamada, who klala Rabbi Avu b'lchudu dekaila. That's Rabbi Avohu's rule. V'amaroi achrinu lesulachin. Other Amaram don't hold that way. B'stam asniz machalikas Braisa. There are many times we paskin not like the Stam Mishnah, but rather like the Machlokes and the Braisa. Who doesn't? Chutzmir Rabbi Yochanan. Va'aliba da'hanu amaroi da'amrin mishmed Rabbi Yochanan da'halacha k'stam Mishnah. Except Rabbi Yochanan and those Amoraim who send the name Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Avo was a student of Rabbi Yochanan. He holds like his Rabbi. So in other words, beware. And this is what Rabbi Kiv Eger is mitzayin on the side of the Gemara. That when our Gemara says, Stam Mishnah Machloikis in the Braisa, that is not unanimously held. That is the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan and all who subscribe to his opinion. However, it is Muchach in the, in the Gemara and Baba Kama that Stoma Deshas holds that since Brysus came after the Mishnah, Istam, in other words, like this, a machloikis in the Mishnah followed by a Stam Mishnah, the Allah is going to be like the Stam Mishnah. Why? Because that means Rebbe was aware of the various opinions, he looked into it, and he codified Halacha Kastam Mishnah. But if Rebbe just wrote a Stam Mishnah, and then later on there's a machloikis in the Brysa, the same way if later on there's a machloikis in the Mishnah, we're not going to follow the Stam Mishnah. So there's a machloikis in the b'raisa. So Rabbi Yochanan holds, no, halacha kistam mishnah. But all the other Amaram and stam Shas would say, you don't have to follow the stam mishnah. So these are three klolim of shas that we learned today. Number one, Rav Acha and Ravina, halacha kedivri hamekel. And therefore, if the Gemara says, hilchasa, you're entitled to ask, what do I need that for? We already know that. Number two, Rabbi Yochanan holds, stam mishnah rameir, and Rabbi Yochanan holds halacha kistam mishnah, but we know that halacha is not like Rabbi Meir, so we learned stam mishnah Rabbi Meir means stam mishnah are the words of Rabbi Meir's version of the mishnah, but not Rabbi Meir's personal opinion. And then regarding a stam mishnah and a machlokes and a brisa, 
Samachloikis between Yevamas Membezam and Bez and Babakama Kufbezam and Bez. Kerabaisai, have a great day. Thanks for joining. This was a little bit of a different kind of Ion uh, share, but equally as important. And Bezus Hashem, Monday morning is a Agra de Pirka at 10.30, and there's a special Agra de Pirka national share at, I believe, 12 o'clock Tuesday afternoon. Okay, Rabbi Isai, have a great day. Shkayach. Kaltov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.